coming up on 5-Minute News. US clears Moderna vaccine for COVID-19 distribution. George Floyd protests overwhelmed NYPD, sparking conflicts as a report. And Senate investigators fault FAA over Boeing 737 MAX safety. It's Saturday, December 19. I'm Anthony Davis. The US added a second COVID-19 vaccine to its arsenal on Friday, boosting efforts to beat back an outbreak so dire that the nation is regularly recording more than 3,000 deaths a day. Much-needed doses are set to arrive on Monday after the Food and Drug Administration authorised an emergency rollout of the vaccine developed by Moderna and the National Institutes of Health. The move marks the world's first authorization for Moderna's shots. The vaccine is very similar to one from Pfizer and Germany's BioNTech that's now being dispensed to millions of health workers and nursing home residents as the biggest vaccination drive in US history starts to ramp up. Early results of large, still unfinished studies show both vaccines appear safe and strongly protective, although Moderna's is easier to handle since it doesn't need to be stored at ultra-frozen temperatures. A second vaccine represents a ray of hope amid despair, as the virus continues to spread unabated even before holiday gatherings that are certain to further fuel the outbreak. The pandemic has claimed more than 312,000 US lives and killed 1.7 million people worldwide. New cases in the US are running at over 216,000 per day on average. Deaths per day have hit all-time highs, eclipsing 3,600 on Wednesday. California has emerged as one of the most lethal hotspots, with hospitals running out of intensive care beds and ambulances lining up outside emergency rooms in scenes reminiscent of the calamity around New York City last spring. California on Friday reported over 41,000 new cases and 300 more deaths. The nation is scrambling to expand vaccinations as rapidly as Moderna and Pfizer can churn out doses. Even with additional candidates in the pipeline, there won't be enough for the general population until spring, and shots will be rationed in the meantime. And while health workers are enthusiastically embracing vaccination, authorities worry the public may need more reassurance to ensure more people get in line when it's their turn. The New York Police Department was caught off guard by the size of the spring protests after the killing of George Floyd and resorted to aggressive disorder control methods that stoked tensions and stifled free speech, the city's inspector general said in a report released on Friday. The Department of Investigation report followed a six-month probe that focused on the NYPD's institutional planning and response to the May and June protests after Floyd's killing by police in Minneapolis, rather than on the actions of individual officers. It criticised tactics that included trapping demonstrators with a technique called kettling, making mass arrests, using pepper spray and batons, and detaining protesters for hours. Too few officers were deployed early in the demonstrations, the report said. 
The report also found that Mayor Bill de Blasio's decision to impose a nightly curfew after two days of looting exacerbated conflicts between demonstrators and police officers, who were given mixed messages on how it was to be enforced. De Blasio's executive order said the curfew applied to everyone, with exceptions for essential workers. In subsequent public statements, he said the curfew wouldn't apply to peaceful protesters. The Department of Investigation recommended the NYPD create a unit to lead protest planning and response, adopt policies and training that reinforce respect for First Amendment rights, and improve messaging during demonstrations, such as repeating dispersal orders and staging officers in riot gear out of the view of protesters. It also recommended that for protests, the department no longer use a rapid response unit that deals in terrorism and other emergencies. Police Commissioner Dermot Shear, who told investigators he objected to the curfew, said in a statement that he intends to incorporate all 20 of the report's recommendations into the department's policies. And de Blasio, in a video response, said the report makes very clear, we've got to do something different and we've got to do something better. Boeing improperly influenced a test designed to see how quickly pilots could respond to malfunctions on the doomed Boeing 737 MAX, and Federal Aviation Administration officials may have obstructed a review of two deadly crashes involving the plane, Senate investigators say. In a report released on Friday, the Senate Commerce Committee also said the FAA continues to retaliate against whistleblowers. The FAA's parent agency, the Transportation Department, has also hindered investigators by failing to turn over documents, it said. The report follows a similarly scathing review of the FAA by a House panel earlier this year. Both grew out of concern about the agency's approval of the Boeing 737 MAX. An FAA spokesman said the agency was reviewing the report but did not have an immediate comment. All MAX planes were grounded worldwide after two crashes killed 346 people. Following a lengthy review of Boeing changes, the FAA just last month approved the plane to fly again if airlines update a key flight control system and make other changes. The Senate report, however, criticised a key part of the FAA review. It said that Chicago-based Boeing inappropriately influenced FAA testing of pilot reaction time to a nose-down pitch of the plane. According to a whistleblower who was an FAA safety inspector, Boeing representatives watched and gave advice to help test pilots in a flight simulator respond to the problem in a few seconds. The reaction of three flight crews was still slower than Boeing had assumed, according to the report. Each time the plane would have been thrown into a nose-down pitch, although recovery would have been possible, the investigators said. In the two MAX crashes, a failure of the key flight system called MCAS pushed the nose down repeatedly, sending the planes into fatal dives. FAA Administrator Stephen Dixon, who is a pilot and who flew the 737 MAX test flight in September, said he is fully confident that the plane is now safe and he would put his own family on board. Critics say Dixon lacks impartiality. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5-Minute.News.
Five Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweit, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.